welcome to the Carolina Snowflakes podcast, where two Southerners come to terms with their liberal snowflake tendencies. We're your hosts. I'm Amanda. And I'm Jason. And we're here with this week's episode of the Carolina Snowflakes podcast, our 50th Carolina Snowflakes podcast. Woo! Woo! And if you hear fireworks going off in the background during the uh, recording of this, that is why the nation is celebrating. They are. The whole country. Our half centennial. Is celebrating our 50th episode. And that is why you might hear some fireworks uh, going off in the background. Woo! Woo! So we're happy to be here with our 50th. In fact, we're going to take it back old school. Oh, and kind of go back to our roots here in this episode, because this one's called, Why Don't Republicans Know They're the Bad Guys? That's such a good question. It is a really good question. <laughs> I actually uh, think I originally thought about this. There was a um, a sketch show that was called Mitchell and Webb, and it was just sort of like a sketch comedy show. And in one of the sketches, they were dressed up in kind of Nazi-looking uh, uniforms, and they're standing there guarding a door, and the one guy turns to the other guy and is like, you think? might be the bad guys <laughs> like we have skulls on our uniform and they're like black and i mean the, the, our logo is like a death's head like maybe maybe we're the bad guys and it just it's just it's a funny sketch and it just made me think of like that I, there has to be someone in the republican party that's had that realization you would hope or think so i i assume but i mean that's kind of a thing that even in movies Superhero movies, you always have the good guy and then you have the bad guy. Uh-huh. Or the good guys and the bad guys. Right. And I feel like the bad guys always know they're the bad guys. Or in wrestling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. In wrestling, you know you're the bad guy. Yeah. It's, it's your job. It's your job to be the bad guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's like, do Republicans understand? Do they know? I think some of them are like wrestlers and they know they're the bad guys and they enjoy playing the role. And then I think some of them don't realize it yet, but they don't seem to notice that they like have Nazis like literally with them and like skull people having yeah. Punisher skulls with Donald Trump hair. Like your logo's a skull, man. Like maybe you should consider that you might be the bad guy. I feel like if you wake up each day and there are literal Nazis uh-huh. on your side of the aisle in politics, yeah, that should be tell you that, that you're, you're on the wrong side uh-huh and i wonder if they notice it yeah, I wonder do you if not they care or like, <laughs> what, what's what's the thought i don't know happening I don't, there i think they might hinge it all on like so they'll have one thing they don't like about democrats and i think they'll hinge it all on that they'll be like yeah well benghazi that's the reason <laughs> hillary's emails we're not the evil ones hillary's emails are the evil ones well right because they're so brainwashed I guess. right now they're obsessed over the border yeah again uh yeah again still mm-hmm. continuously let me guess the border with canada no, no. Oh, oh, <laughs> no, not that the, one? No, yeah, the oh, other one. Hmm. That's the, weird. the Canadian one's fine, I guess. <laughs> yeah. We don't really care about Canucks coming here. Uh-huh. They're okay. But the folks to our south, that's a problem. Yeah. So they've been doing these tours along the border mm-hmm. recently in little committees, little Republican committees, including our very own Madison Cawthorn, yeah. to go down and take a look for themselves. At the border. At the border and see what the Biden administration is not doing oh. to keep our country safe. Hmm. Well, thank and God for that. Interestingly, in one of their most recent visits, they took this guy along with them who 
were, is one of Marjorie Taylor Greene's BFFs. Oh, okay. <laughs> to be their translator. He's, he speaks Spanish. Mm-hmm. So he goes down with a group of Republican Congress people to do the translating for them. Mm-hmm. Happens to be Marjorie's BFF. And he was even at the White House, or at the, the Capitol, I mean, on January 6th. That's yeah. part of the insurrectionist group. Of course he group. was. So it's kind of like, you guys understand that you're spending time with these types of people? Yeah, they know. Yeah. Do they, they though? I think they do. I think they like it. They're like, yeah. Yeah. America. America. America's about insurrection somehow. And about, <laughs> like, they're again, they're, the Republicans have recently done a slate of bills that are just basically anti voting. They're just making it harder to vote everywhere, even in yes. states where it's hurting them. So in Florida, Ron DeSantis just passed a bill that is making mail in voting harder in the state of Florida. Interesting factoid Republicans are the reason there's mail in voting in Florida, they were the ones who started it. And yet now they're taking it away. And there are some Republican strategists who think Ron is fucking up here, that DeSantis is messing up his own game. Right, because... Old people vote by mail. When grandma and grandpa went to Florida to retire, Uh the Republicans were like, ah, that's our demographic, Uh grandma and grandpa. We want to make voting for them as easy as possible, so let's let them vote by mail. Yeah. And now they're going, oh, no, we can't allow vote by mail because that just corrupts the whole system. Well, it's partially because that's what Trump went after. And it's, it's basically DeSantis just basically trying to please the base that like Trump. Because I think he's a hopeful for 24. Yeah, and that's disgusting. And I don't understand it. They are still espousing the the Trump mm-hmm. rhetoric and the Trump, the big lie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they just, I'm like, why? Get, stop it. Stop. But they're not gonna because it's working. And their strategy is to like limit voting. That's what I mean. Like what they're doing now is they're basically saying we're not going to play by the rules anymore because when we play by the rules, they lose. Like they lose the majority vote. Yeah, I mean they they lost this one. They lost the the presidency and the Senate and the and and the House. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, in addition to the them putting into place these voter restriction rules and measures and bills and laws, they're also trying to solidify states as Republican states. Yeah. So it's like kind of how, for example, here in North Carolina, you know, how we have a governor who's a Democrat, but like literally every other seat (laughs) in the entire state is held by a Republican. That's interesting. That's uh, gerrymandering. Yeah. Which was um, originally when we were talking about doing this episode, I had a subtitle, another title that I wanted to give it, which is why don't Democrats do gerrymandering? Yeah. yeah. Maybe you could still put that in brackets or something. Yeah. Because I know that they do, but... They don't, they're not as good at it as Republicans at all. Like, why can't Democrats gerrymander at all? Why why are they bad at that? Well, and why can't Democrats play the dirty game the way the Republicans do, too? Well, that is a whole can of worms. Yeah, I know. That we were, that that's the whole crux of this whole (laughs) episode here today. I know. Is this question of why, why can't Democrats play the same dirty game that Republicans play? 
Because clearly Republicans have no regard for etiquette or the rules. They're like, nah, we're just going to make it harder to vote. And they, well, I mean, and win by the Electoral College. They make up the rules as they go. Uh huh. And just change things around. And the Democrats just keep coming and playing by the rules and getting cheated on. Yeah. And over and like, over and over again. How did we lose? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you were playing the game correctly and fairly and by the book. Mm-hmm. But your opponent. Was it? Yeah. They were cheating the whole time. I heard an interview with a guy who was a Vegas, you know, cheat. He was a a dealer who uh, was a cheater dealer in casinos to make money for the casinos or whatever, you know, in backdoor gambling (laughs) poker tournaments. And he, he was like a magician. He'd gotten really good at card tricks, so he could cheat really, really good at cards. And he said he spent years watching one party come to the table and think they're playing by the rules of the game. And the other party cheating them the entire time like counting cards yeah like counting cards over and over and over again and them just continuing to do it they just keep ponying up the money and that is what the democrats are doing right now they come into the casino they're playing by the rules and the whole time they're getting rammed in the ass by the republicans cheating and at a certain point this is the question that that we have this is the question we want to pose when is it the democrats fault <laughs> yeah. Like, at what point do you say, okay, we can't keep playing by the rules mm-hmm. anymore? We've, you know, time to fight if, dirty. If they're going to gerrymander, we're going to gerrymander. If they're going to limit voting because it helps them, we're going to expand it because it helps us. Yeah. We're you know gonna, what like, I mean? Listen, we're going to make it legal for 16 mm-hmm. year olds to vote now. Because right now they have the trifecta. The Democrats have the House, the Senate, and the presidency. They could pretty much get shit done, and they're not. They're not getting shit done. And my question is why? Why are they not getting shit? Why are they not ramming through a bunch of judges that are liberals? Why are they not trying to set it up so they can take power from the next Republicans that win? Because that's the thing that's happened in our state, Mm -hmm. where when the Republican governor lost, the the, the Republican legislators spent a lot of time stripping away power from the governor so that when the new Democrat governor came into office... He would have less power. And that's currently how it is. Our governor, he is a Democrat, but he doesn't have as much authority or sway as the previous governor who was a Republican. And why don't the Democrats do that? I don't know. I guess because it's dirty and we like to think of ourselves as above that. Yeah, but they're never going to play by the rules. Right, because if they play by the rules, they will never win. Right. So And they know that. Mm-hmm. They're stupid, but not that stupid. They're actually really smart. They're very strategic and conniving. Yeah, and I just wonder, It's it's uh, to bring it back to another wrestling comparison, you know, the bad guys will always, like, you hit somebody in the head with the chair or the bell when the ref isn't looking, uh-huh. and that usually wins them matches. That same thing is happening right now. <laughs> basically, yes. And we're going out there trying to wrestle by the rules and getting clobbered in the head with the chair every time the ref isn't looking. Every time the referee turns around. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, not the chair. Yeah, Ted Cruz is just clobbering us upside the head with the chair. And Mitch McConnell is the king of this. Oh yeah. And I don't know why there isn't, why is there not an anti-Mitch McConnell? You know what I mean? Why isn't there a, a, a rich McDonald who... <laughs> Is on the Democrat side. Wait, now is Rich like his name or his status? No, it's his name. Oh, Rich McDonald. Rich. Oh, like to rhyme with Mitch. <laughs> yes. It took me a minute. I just was picturing like a wealthy McDonald. <laughs> no, I was. I was. He was like the anti Mitch McConnell. 
Gotcha. And he would be a Democrat. And, uh, I and wanted... he would look a lot like Mitch, mm-hmm. but like the opposite. Well, no, he'd be a hare since Mitch is a tortoise. Yo, he'd be more he'd look rabbit-like. Like a rabbit. <laughs> yeah. He'd have huge rabbit-like ears. And like large teeth. Mm-hmm. And he could like do the, the opposite type stuff, but still evil. Like still breaking the rules. Don't get me wrong. We have to be breaking the rules. <laughs> we have... Listen, Democrats, we've got to start breaking the rules. Because they're not going to stop. No, no. They've made that abundantly clear. No, I think Biden has this um, grand uh, idea that his infrastructure plan Mm -hmm. is going to unite the sides. That like the Dems and the Republicans can agree and support this move to help our infrastructure, our roads, our waterways, mm. you know, all that kind of stuff. But this is the problem with the Democrats is that, that that's not going to happen. We all know, know that. I know this. I know. But we're so delusional. I don't know why they don't make a move on the filibuster. I can't figure that out for the life of me. What good is it to have the majority if you don't do something? Yeah. I mean, we're literally sitting with, like you said, the trifecta, the, the, the father, the son, and the Holy <laughs> Ghost. And it's like, why don't we... Use that to our advantage and get know. rid of this stupid thing that the Republicans constantly use uh-huh. to fuck us. Uh-huh. It might come in our our favor one out of every five times it does for them, but it's not worth it. No, just get, just just be done with it. Yeah, because we're more skeezed out by using it. Yeah. Because our side, for whatever reason, is scared. <laughs> well, we have to talk about our feelings and we have to respect each other's spaces mm-hmm. and triggers. And we have to pass the talking stick accordingly. Mm-hmm. And when we're done, we we hold it's hands. The Republicans have already won office because you the, took too long in the House, and we sing kumbaya. Uh huh. And <laughs> and then during that time, they corruptly take over the entire system, and we fall yes. into an autocratic nightmare dystopia. Yeah. Which... While while we're singing kumbaya uh-huh. in in the Congress floor, the Republicans are out there just like enacting mass chaos and taking down all the good things that we've put into place. I feel like it's really frustrating to be morally on the side of the team that has no umph, no <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, no. I What's the saying that goes uh Republicans are the party of bad ideas? And Democrats are the party of no ideas. <laughs> yeah, that was Lewis Black. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really funny. It's <laughs> yeah, true. it's it's very true. Because <laughs> one side it just has bad ideas, and the other side just doesn't seem to have any ideas. <laughs> yeah. And he said that in like the '90s, and it's still true. It's it's still accurate. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I see I see it going this way, and I see it getting worse. I see it getting worse. I see the Democrats losing. A lot of ground because they can't get their act together and point towards a direction. And I see the Republicans being like, we, our direction is crazy. It's Donald Trump, but at least we're in that direction. And uh, it's hard to, it's hard to decide what's worse uh, or what's the bigger cause of this country's failures. (laughs) Right. Um, It's definitely the Republicans though. Yeah. Just to be clear. So I've been thinking about this concept of, uh, Republicans being the bad guys and then Democrats not playing the dirty game the way that they should. And um, I had a dream this week while thinking about this. You know, I've I've just, this was our podcast episode. It's been on my brain. And I had a dream that I was in an airplane. And on that airplane was Will Smith. (laughs) 
Uh, he was like a couple of seats behind me or something. Was he flying coach? I think I was in first class. Oh, whoa. Yeah, I think I saw. <laughs> okay. There's, well, for whatever reason, I was in first class and, and uh, I was watching the movie on the TV and it was like Wild Wild West or something or Men in Black or who knows. But at the beginning of the movie, it played the video for Getting Jiggy With It with the Will Smith song. And I don't actually know all the words of that song, but I know parts of it in my head. And sometimes <laughs> I try to rap it with a song and I always mess up. So I know I don't really know the words, mm -hmm. but I know enough of them to kind of fake it. And that was what I was doing in the dream. And then Will Smith noticed it. He noticed you trying to sing his song. And doing it badly <laughs> and not knowing all the words. And Will Smith looked at me and he gave me the most disappointed look. He didn't say anything to me. Aww. He just looked at me so disappointed. You know how much it hurts to be looked at disappointedly by Will Smith? No, I don't. I do. But I can imagine. That is the look I have for the Democrats. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's 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 the look. Yeah. That I want to give to them. It's just Will Smith disappointment. Uh huh. Because you rapped getting jiggy with it poorly. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that relates. Uh huh. I like it. Yeah, I had to bring it back around, but that—that's the look I would give to the Democrats, the one from my dream about Will Smith. I kind of really wish that I'd had a dream about Will Smith. Yeah, but I didn't. You, it wasn't great. <laughs> yeah, but at least it was a dream when Will Smith was there. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. No, instead, I just went to the Google and looked up some things, articles on why Republicans don't know that they're the bad guys. <laughs> yeah, you type that into Google. <laughs> yeah, you know, the Google machine. Uh -huh. And it took me to an article called Democrats or Republicans, which is better for the economy? Oh. On a website called The Balance, which is like this um, uh, financial planner type uh, publishing company and spoiler uh it's the party that doesn't put business first yeah <laughs> anyway it's a really interesting article um very in-depth but i took out a few um highlights from it where it basically very um layman terms like kind of explains the differences between Republicans and Democrats in terms of the economy. Uh -huh. And I feel like that's a really good sort of litmus or a test to kind of see like where you fall. Uh -huh. And of course, I fall on the left with the Democrats. And I'm like, how could anybody see what Republicans like and think that that's good? Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> so, it, for example, in terms of jobs, Republicans say that tax cuts are the best way to create jobs. <laughs> While Democrats advocate government spending. Yeah. The Economic Stimulus Act, sponsored by Obama, used both. Uh -huh. And President Bill Clinton created 18.6 million jobs, more than any other president in history. I know this probably isn't, you know, the considered to be the greatest thing to say, or people are going to say I'm crazy for this. I don't think tax cuts have created one job ever. <laughs> I mean... I think they do in like the immediate, but they're not necessarily good jobs. They're not necessarily long standing jobs. I just think about it like this. It's like if they cut my taxes by 5%, it's not like I'm going to hire a fucking maid. Like this is, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. True. Like yeah. I'm not going to hire anybody. And, and then the people who are already rich, who already have maids, if you give them tax cuts, they're not going to hire another maid. They're going to keep their capital gains going. 
so I don't, I'm saying I don't believe a tax cut has ever created a single job. Except for, for Republican politicians. That's the only jobs it creates. <laughs> well, it definitely creates those. Yeah. Now, in terms of the minimum wage, Democrats argue that the minimum wage should be or should allow a for a living wage. Yeah. FDR created the minimum wage to protect workers during the Great Depression. Yeah, we did a whole thing about the minimum wage. Mm -hmm. Democrats, including President Joe Biden, support raising the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Yeah. That's kind of been like a talking point, you know, Yeah, I think in some places it should even be more than that. It depends. Yeah, it depends on where you live, I Mm -hmm. think. Now, Republicans argue that raising the minimum wage could force small businesses to lay off workers. And a 2014 Congressional Budget Office report said that raising the minimum wage to $10 would take 900,000 families out of poverty. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it would cost 500,000 workers their jobs. Uh-huh. I don't know if I believe that. I don't know. I mean, I would like to think that that's not biased, but it was 2014, so it would have been when Obama was president and the Congress was Republican-dominated. Yeah, well, I don't know if I buy this whole concept that raising minimum wage causes uh, small businesses to have to lay people off. I don't think I believe that. I think that if... If you can't afford to pay your employees a living wage, that perhaps you shouldn't be in business. That's what I'm saying. And we have this weird obsession in this country with business and entrepreneurship. Yeah, I know. But and I'm just like, like, maybe not everybody is supposed to be in business. That's my. That's what I'm saying. And if COVID has taught us anything, it's that places can pay more money. A lot of places are offering way more money than they ever did before. And it's not because they have to. It's because they need to do that to get employees. But it's not the government making them do that, which means they couldn't do it. They can afford it. Right. Because we had a whole slew of Americans get laid off. Uh Uh-huh. And begin receiving unemployment through their state. And then an additional payment from the federal government. And that was what the government said was the very bottom level of money they needed to earn to live. And what do you know? KFC's advertising, we're starting people at $14 an hour, which they never did before. And they're not going out of business. Right. I just feel like the argument that it's going to put businesses out of business is bullshit is kind of a pathetic one Uh because I'm like, look, if you can't afford it, maybe you shouldn't be in business or maybe you need to go take an econ class and learn how to handle your finances better. Uh (laughs) You're doing something wrong. Maybe you have a product or a service that nobody wants. Right? Yeah. Mm. Now in terms of taxes, Republicans favor regressive taxation that cuts taxes on businesses, investments, and high-income earners. Mm -hmm. Democrats, however, believe in progressive taxation, Mm -hmm. demanding higher taxes on investments, big business, and high-income families. Right. Yeah, if anything, I think we should be taxing the things that uh, capital gains, things you don't do any work for. Well, for me, it just kind of makes sense. Like, if you have more, you should pay more. Yeah, but it's weird. We tax income. like, But income doesn't really have anything to do with your wealth. No, not really. So it's kind of crazy that we tax income instead of wealth. 
I just feel like if you have more, you should pay more. Right. But we have it opposite here in the mm. U.S., which makes no sense. I guess it's because Republicans did that. They did that while the Democrats were singing Kumbaya. Yeah. I've had, I found myself in this discussion with a lot of people about the difference between money and wealth <laughs> or mm. income and wealth. Your income is money. That's just what you spend. Uh, and wealth is the stuff you have that gains value. And a lot of people get those mixed up. But the truth is you don't get taxed on wealth. That's what's so great about it. Wealth is things like land and things like stocks and things like... Yeah, like equity. Yeah. Ownership. Uh-huh. And though that is worth way more than money. And right. yet our taxing is on money, which is crazy. Right. The, the working... Class. And that's how Jeff Bezos can pay no taxes. Yeah, and go to space. Uh, and go to space with some 80-year-old lady. Yeah, there's an 82-year-old lady who's going to join him on his trip to space. She yeah. had trained to be an astronaut, I think, in like the 50s or the 60s. Yeah, but does that mean if that petition goes through to not let him back that she's got to stay up too? Um, I actually thought about that. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, no, the petition specifically said that Jeff had to stay in space. Okay. So I'm assuming they would let her come back. They could like launch him in a suit outside of the rocket. Yeah, he would just have to step outside the little shuttle. <laughs> yeah. Um, in a in a you know contained apparatus. It's not a little shuttle. It's a very big dick shaped rocket. Oh. <laughs> I haven't actually seen it. It's at shaped all. like a giant dick. Well, aren't they all kind of really? No, this one is. You'll, I'll show you later. Oh. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. Now, in terms of climate change. Democrats support conservation and have taken measures to stop global warming. Yeah. In 2009, Democrats in Congress proposed a cap-and-trade policy with the American Clean Energy and Security Act. Republicans defeated it. Yeah. In February 2019, congressional Democrats proposed the Green New Deal. Republicans support the development of oil and gas production with federal government subsidies and tax cuts. Consumption of oil and gas contributes to global warming. Yeah, of course it does. And they get money from big oil because they support oil and it's this vicious cycle. Right, and I just feel like how can you yeah. see those two side by side and be like, yep, I'm a Republican. All yeah, right. I, don't, I don't know. And that's the best side to be on. I'm just like, how do you look at that and think that? Like they had a, they were on the news today talking about about glaciers in Italy that are melting and they're they're literally covering these glaciers with this reflective material like these massive walls mm -hmm. of ice with this reflective material to 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 combat the sun yeah. from melting these glaciers it's like those uh things you put in your windshield of your car yeah, like but a on like a, yes, a humongous scale. For, for on the glaciers. That's crazy. I saw a thing where in the Gulf of Mexico, there was an oil rig that started a fire under the ocean. Yes. And yes. there's a fire under the ocean. It's boiling the ocean, y'all. It's real crazy. I, I've never seen the ocean boil before. Yeah, but somehow that's good technology. Yeah, oil. Love it. Uh-huh. I just can't understand how and and we just got through the biggest heat wave our country oh yeah has it's gonna seen. get even worse and it's like and and people like hundreds i think they said have died in in the pacific northwest yeah that's something a lot of people don't realize is that heat related deaths are the most common uh deaths from weather events yeah more people die from heat than from blizzards or like blackouts hurricanes. or hurricanes or tornadoes yeah that's crazy how can you be a republican how how now, in terms of the role of government, Republicans don't want government interfering with the free market economy. 
They advocate for deregulation. Unless it's Planned Parenthood. <laughs> and then they want to regulate the shit out of it. Yeah, they, they're real double two-sided on that one. Democrats advocate a strong federal government to support welfare and other social programs to help low-income families. Yeah, because if you don't, they end up so poor they commit crime, and then crime is a problem. And what they've found through the years, basically in modern times, they've found that so Democrat policy puts money towards the low-income, low-income mm. families. And what happens is as their income increases, they turn around and spend that money to purchase and buy things and pay bills, which actually increases the demand, mm -hmm. which increases the supply. Yeah, it's interesting, too. If you look at happiness on a global scale, it's very interesting that the capitalist countries have a less total happiness than some of the Dutch countries. And um, I found it interesting. I learned there's a saying in some of the Dutch countries that says, Monday through Wednesday, I work for the government. And Thursday and Friday, I work for myself. <laughs> um, because that's the way it feels when you're there. But since the government takes care of everything, you're happy. Everything's cool. Nothing's going to get fucked. The rug isn't going to get pu pulled out from under you. And I feel like so many Americans live on the edge of the rug being pulled out from under them. And... That's the reason they turn to doing crazy ass shit like crime and drugs. Yes. 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 And and in addition to to what I said in terms of like the the money going to low income and then it resulting in greater supply and demand, they have found that when a democrat president is in charge, the economy just does better. Yeah. It always has. Yeah, it just does better because people have a little bit more money to spend. Yeah. And they feel a little bit more positive about the future. Yeah, a little more hopeful. Uh-huh. You give when you give money to people who already have money, they just save it. Yeah, because they're not stupid. That's how they got rich in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Now in terms of trade, Democrats want trade agreements to protect American workers but traditionally have supported fair trade more than protectionism. Right. Republicans support free trade agreements or supported free trade agreements until Trump returned to protectionism by starting trade wars. Yeah, because he was mad at China. Well, yes, and that and then that feeds into the whole like, nationalism. Yeah, I know, but it's funny. That's them going back on the way they were for two decades. Yes, that whole like free trade, open market... Right laissez-faire uh-huh yeah but if you were if you're not old like i am and you don't remember that they were like that for two decades <laughs> then you, you might not you might think that this is f consistent yeah and the problem with protectionism and that kind of stance when in terms of trade is that it does provide a, a boost locally briefly sure but Eventually, what happens is because there's no outside competition, quality decreases. Of course it would. And so quality decreases, and then eventually those jobs get outsourced mm -hmm. because it's cheaper that way and no one's really giving a damn. It's really fascinating. It's part of the reason that I'm so interested in weapons um, guns and swords and knives is because there's the only shit we ever make anymore that's actually well engineered to last. Everything else is crap from overseas because of Republican policies. Right. Um, and the only things that Americans make that are fucking worth a shit anymore is guns and knives. 
And so even if you're not into guns and knives, you have to respect the fact that it's something that we make that's actually built to last in this modern world because there's very little of that anymore. That's true. Yeah. Guns, God, and glory. Yeah. I've seen shotguns that are guaranteed for two lifetimes, your kid's lifetime. That's how long this shit's guaranteed for. Do we make anything that's even guaranteed to last five years anymore? No. Not unless it's a gun. I mean... We make the mag lights here, right? The flashlights? Oh, yeah. They make everything but the bulbs here. Oh, okay. The guy that runs mag light said he could, he just couldn't make it economically feasible to do the bulbs here, but every other piece he managed to do here, which, I mean, props to him on that. Yeah, you got to commend him on that one. But, but yeah. those things are basically weapons. Yeah. It's a beat-ass stick. And it's interesting, too, that, like, kind of how the, the parties have shifted in terms of mm-hmm. trade, where now, you know, the Democrats, I feel like, are, are more progressive, and they're acknowledging the fact that we are a global yeah. economy. We're not just the USA taking care of just the USA. Which is why I don't understand why the Republicans spent so long trying to make it so that China could make all of our shit. And now they're mad about it. Yeah, and using it, you know, Mm -hmm. to blame the Democrats somehow. Somehow. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think the older you get, the you see so much hypocrisy that it's just like, it makes you jaded. Um... I don't know if it jaded is is the term for me. Yeah. It's more like, oh, so that's how it works. And then you get annoyed because the Democrats won't play dirty. Or you see something like what happened this week. Um, so the Republicans are making all these terrible laws to limit voting. And Democrats are like, we need to expand voting. We need like a majority voting. And so they try to do a ranked choice voting for their own uh, mayor in New York. Yep. And it's a goddamn greasy horror show. I know. And it's they like- completely botched oh. this. So the at the one time when Republicans, when, when our whole argument as Democrats is you guys are trying to take away voting rights and that's wrong, you should let us expand voting. When we're in charge of something, they completely destroy it, and it's a goddamn clusterfuck, and right. it's all over the news. Because the whole big lie is that the, the election was rigged, Democrats uh-huh. are rigging elections, Democrats ruin elections, they can't be trusted, uh-huh. and here we have this <laughs> mayor election in New York. For the biggest city in our country. And it's going all to shit. <laughs> and the Democrats can't <laughs> handle it. And we're like, we're just, you know the Republicans are like, see? It's going to be like a Told month so. after they voted before we find out who won and they've released fake tabulations that ended up being errors it's just been the biggest disaster you could imagine what are you doing put down the talking stick yeah and get shit done i don't get it i don't get it and this is why i'm frustrated with both sides it's not that i don't agree mostly with the democrats but my frustration lies with with their uh what's the word um lackadaisical <laughs> yeah or they're like uh <laughs> Their um, ineptitude, their 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 need, their inability to get it up, their need for Cialis, <laughs> their limp. <laughs> yes, the Democrats are just limping along, and it's and it's so frustrating. But then the the Republicans are evil, which is pretty damn frustrating too. <laughs> yeah. And so where are we? Where we started? Southerners who are liberals. Mm-hmm. Living in the sea of red, just confused, <laughs> watching it all go by yep. as they celebrate our fiftieth episode. Which, by the way, we wanted to thank everybody for listening to fifty episodes of us. That's incredible. Yeah, thank you. I don't know how you didn't get sick of us. Yeah, 
They wouldn't. No, they wouldn't. Our audience no. is fantastic. And yeah. I really wanted to say thanks for uh, 50 episodes. We feel really good about it. It's incredible. I, when we started this, I would not have thought we would have made 50 whole episodes. Woo! That's crazy. Well, we have a special celebratory bonus this episode for uh, this week. Um, Amanda did a very special mic check um, testing uh, the mics <laughs> today that we wanted to put on a very special uh, 50th anniversary mic check minute. I just wanted to add real quick that we do mic check before every episode, and this one is special. It is. Hello and welcome to the Kittens Eating Fake Plants podcast. Today we're here with William and Harry as they munch upon fake Christmas plant decor. William, come, speak. Tell us why you love the fake Christmas decor. Well, you see, Mom, I like it so much because it tastes so good. It's delicious. And I like the way that it sounds when I crunch on it. And it's kind of, it's, it's prickly and it tickles my whiskers and I like it a lot. Fascinating, William. Fascinating. Also, Winston just joined us and he hissed at William. He said, back off, you SOB. What do you have to say to that, William? I really wish that Winston would just be my friend because he's cool and I want to be like Winston when I grow up. Riveting, William. Thank you so much. (laughs) (laughs) I really love all your different accents. Those are fantastic. My little voices, yes. Yeah, you did a really good job going from one to the other. You were like Jim Carrey. Thanks. Yeah. If you want to hear us do other Jim Carrey-like impressions and hilarity, you can find them on our uh, website. Carolinasnowflakes.com And if you want to meet up with other snowflakes, possibly from the Carolinas, possibly not, we can do some sort of weird group dating thing. I don't know why we would, but we could do that on our Facebook. Facebook.com forward slash Snowflakes. And if you want to tell me how bad of an idea that was, you can send me an email about it at our email. Carolinasnowflakes at gmail.com. Gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Bye.